Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Good Morning Football! Oh yeah! Yeah, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Good morning, Old Trapper. Good morning, Beef Jerky. We love you. We are live here in New York City. It's Labor Day, but we greet you here on September 4th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Kyle, how does it make you feel to have Old Trapper back in your life? Yeah, great. Trap. It's lean protein. It's delicious. They sponsored the show. It's a wonderful feeling. We love the people in Old Trapper. Yeah, three days mm-hmm. away from the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, guys, I have nerves because it's prediction week. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you let the audience know what prediction week means and what it yeah. entails. Okay, we have what feels like a dozen categories in prediction <laughs> week. It is spread out, peanut buttered, if you will, Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. We go anywhere from coach of the year, offensive and defensive rookies of the year, defensive MVP. We pick the division winners. We pick the Super Bowl winners. We pick the score. Blood pressure is high. It's Mm -hmm. extremely high. Mm -hmm. It's so much pressure. You want to get it right. Uh, You're going to be critiqued no matter what, Mm -hmm. and I'm here Mm -hmm. for that part. So Mm -hmm. Because there really is no payoff. The the payoff is great if you're right, but then you have segments like Coach of the Year where Kyle actually sent an email last night that said, were any of us even right? Were any of us even close? We should run that back since we were all wrong, which is kind of a lose-lose. Oh, there's a Payoff. Peter gets a Super Bowl prediction right every year. Every Just ask him. Year. I'll right. tell you. I'll be the first one there. First to the line. I'll tell you guys. I picked this Super Bowl thing right last year for Coach of the Year, though. I had Nathaniel Hackett as my Coach of the Year, so yeah. I'm not right on everything. Okay. Oh. All right. But most importantly, Schrager, not famous, but known. Not um, famous, but known. But Good known. morning, football mantra. Let's there you go. go. Exactly. Good morning to all, especially Ian Rappaport, who is awake with us this morning. Our NFL Network insider, Ian. Three days until kickoff. Please, the latest from around the league this morning. 
Let's start with a couple big storylines we are following for this week and beyond. Rams receiver Cooper Cup, one of the best receivers in the NFL, no doubt one of the earliest receivers picked in many people's fantasy league, spent the weekend in Minnesota. He is visiting a body specialist just to try to really ascertain what is going on with his hamstring. Had a pull early on in training camp, early on in August, then another one last week. Coach Sean McVay described him as day-to-day, but certainly based on the situation, based on what I understand, it seems unlikely that he will be able to play week one. The reason is, it is a short week right now. It would be a short turnaround for him to potentially get on the field, start running, and then play week one. I think the most important thing for Coop for Cooper Cup, just understand what is causing his hamstring injury and how to fix it. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs would love to fix their Chris Jones issue. The star defensive tackle who has been in contract talks with the team for the better part of the summer, still holding out, still getting more than, uh, has racked up more than $2 million of fines, was not at practice yesterday. The reason why that was important is because even though it was a Sunday, it was actually Wednesday, the Wednesday of game week for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he is not there. My understanding is the two sides are not yet close on a contract extension. There have been some talks, of course, but they are not close until they get closer, until they get a deal. Chris Jones will not be on the field, and guys, the clock is ticking to Thursday's huge showdown with the Lions. It is, and it was a little jarring when you heard yesterday Chris Jones not at practice when really that's a Wednesday it was considered for the Chiefs. Just yeah. crazy to think of them starting the season potentially without him, but we will see how they Chris, fare. Chris Jones posted a photo of him smoking a giant cigar in a hot tub, and it was basically <laughs> like, we got a game in three days, dude. Let's like, go. Yeah. Here, so. <laughs> they got a game. I just wants to get paid. Right, exactly. Ian, thanks so much. Talk to you in a little bit. So um, hot tub and all, Thursday night, the Lions take on the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Dan Campbell spoke yesterday about facing the defending Super Bowl champs. They got a number of guys that present challenges for us. You know, certainly starts with their quarterback. I think this halfback's pretty good. Kelsey, uh, we know about this offensive line has improved. And then defensively, man, this is a fast defense. They run, and I think 32's a bell cow over there, uh, linebacker. So, but man, we're, we're excited. Can't wait to get this one going. Dan Campbell looks like he could run through a wall the way he's standing at that press conference right now. It's fantastic. Can't wait for Thursday night. Neither can we. Biggest storyline ahead of this kickoff game, it's Lions-Chiefs. Kyle, it's real. It's happening Thursday night. It's funny you say that. I double-checked it this morning on NFL.com. Mm-hmm. That is on the schedule, right? The, it, the yeah. Lions are playing the Chiefs. It's not some elaborate ruse. I feel oh, like this no. is well, like a, a Nathan Fielder deal here. It's oh. a, a long, elaborate con oh. that the Lions are actually going to Arrowhead. They're going to they're gonna be leaving on a plane in a couple of days here. I think they're the story. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, they're the standard, they're the excellence, they dominate the area. It's the Lions and it's that man right there. Pose the question, is Dan Campbell a really good coach? I know he's a really good character, and I really like him, and he did some really good things. Is that one of the better coaches in the NFL? Not even best, just better. Because, guys, we're going week one to Arrowhead, and part of a head coach's job is getting a team to ready to play to start the season. Dan Campbell's first year as head coach, you go through camp, and you give sound bites, and you work, and you start out one in six. All right, tough team, you took over, second year, let's get back at it. Get that team ready. Run through a brick wall, like Jamie said. 0-10-1 the year before. Like, guys, it was a rough, rough start both years. They can't get out of the gates. And now you're going to the gates of hell with 80,000 decibels raining down upon you and the best player in the league throwing touchdowns all over. Does Detroit show up? Is this real? And it's insulting probably to Detroit to me saying, do they show up? We've posed this question since we saw the matchup. Can they hang? Can they make this close? 
and it is so patronizing to Detroit, who was one of the better teams in the league last year. I'd have never seen these guys in this spot and this this sort of the limelight at all. So I want them to get there. I want them to get it close. I want Dan Campbell to announce, like, I don't just have sound bites and Metallica quotes. I'm one of the better coaches here, and I'm going to outcoach Andy Reid in his house. Mm. That's the story to me. It's actually a Detroit Lions thing, Peter. Yeah, and they weren't one of the best teams in the league last year. They finished the season well, yep. but 14 teams made the playoffs. The Lions didn't make it, yeah. and the NFL could have chosen many teams that did make the playoffs to go into Kansas City to be their hallmark game. They chose the Lions. Kyle, I'm doubling down on what you said. They chose the Lions. <laughs> Thanksgiving Day, yeah. the, the, the whispers around the, the league for years, like, can they change that required permanent Detroit morning game and mm -hmm. change it to something else because it's the Lions? Yeah. Now the NFL is, is going over and above and beyond doing like highlight montages showing the Detroit Lions. And I want them to show up. I really do. And it brings me back to three years ago. We were in the COVID season, and the NFL schedule makers are putting it together, and they're like, you know what? This Texans team is young. It's fun. They've got a quarterback at the show. And, the, and the, they did 31 straight points. The Chiefs just rolled right through them in the second half. And it was one of these deals where it's like, all right, the defending champions taking on the NFL's propped-up contenders. Mm -hmm. You can try. You can, that was his first game, yeah. too. Edwards, right. Everyone took him in the first round of fantasy, and he put up for like 200 yards. Um, Mahomes was on fire. The I'll tell you this. The opening week game is big for every team, but that Thursday night game, mm -hmm. there's so much buildup. The entire world is watching. It's not the Super Bowl, but it feels almost like that kind of hype and that buildup, the national anthem, everything, the bright lights, everything going off. Detroit, we've been talking about you for four months now and treating you like you belong. Mm. Belong. Yeah. Don't give up 31 straight points and have us turning it off in the third quarter and being like, all right, we, can, we know what happens It's like, you, can you have nice things? Wait, can you yeah. have nice things? Yeah. Because yeah. if you guys don't show up, in this, you're never getting the opener again. We'll That's see it. you in 30 years. We'll can, you, you need to have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two words you just mentioned. You said the bright lights, the national anthem. And when I hear that, I think about the stars of the game. And that's what it becomes. The Patrick Mahomes, the Kelseys on Detroit side, the Amon Ross St. Browns. Guys stepping up in those big moments under the lights. And to me, the storyline of it is Kansas City, one of their biggest stars and Chris Jones, it's probably not going to be out there. And I think when you get to game week, this is when we start talking about it, the Wednesdays usually of the week where it's just, all right, does this guy practice? Was he limited? As it gets closer, questionable, doubtful, out. We're all kind of waiting and anticipating to see what the stars are going to be. Are they going to be out there? Because that's the name of our game. You want to have your best players out there performing in the biggest moments. Shrek, you said Chris Jones is in a hot tub somewhere yes. with a cigar in his mouth and will not be out there Thursday night most I likely. I didn't say he won't be out there. I said most likely for the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. He hasn't been in training camp this whole time. He's not at practice of a Wednesday of game week. At some point, you got to prepare to be out there if you're going to play in the yeah. first game. So I don't know if we're going to see him. So to me, that's the biggest storyline because Kansas City is a different defense with him out there. All mm -hmm. the sacks he had, the pressures, the whole nine. Chris Jones is a dominating force, and he's not there. Tongue-in-cheek, Kelsey sort yeah. of was like getting teary-eyed on the in the Heights spot, he's like, please, man, we need you. Can you please like, come back. Can you please yeah. come back. I love you. Are those calls actually happening right now? Or are people like, hey, that's your money. Go get it and do whatever. Or do you think like the Chiefs players are calling Chris Jones and be like, we can run this back. We've been the first team since 2004 to run it back. Mm -hmm. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're saying like, hey, what's going on? Like, we need you here. We want you here. But at the same time, you have to understand there's negotiations. I think as teammates, you do. That's something that... 
as much as that is your brother, your guy, it's just like, it's none of our business. His contract talks his money. Like, that's between him and his camp of what they want. And Mahomes talked about it because he was asked about it. And I think that's why it's a storyline because your stars are up there, Mahomes and Kelsey's, and you're being interviewed and you're asked about Chris Jones' situation. He's not a household name in the way that Aaron Donald is yeah. or that even Sauce Gardner is. Mm -hmm. You watch. I mean, we could all talk about, it, but you watch defense. Oh. Is he is he one of those guys? No doubt about it. He changes the whole complexity of their defense. For their coordinator Spagnola, you can run different things because Chris Jones is in there. George Karlaftis has six sacks last year. A lot of that is due to the attention Jones. that Chris Jones brings. So it's mm. bigger than just his stats that he puts mm. up. Every it's day. funny you say that, Peter. My in-laws are visiting this weekend. Okay. My father-in-law, huge Lions fan, mm. huge. So we're talking about the opener, wow, and he's like, yeah, and he and he's <laughs> like, I really wish they hadn't been pick for the opener. He says this to me, and I'm like, oh. really? It's a compliment. I think it's a big deal. And mm -hmm. there's a pause, like a healthy Lions fan pause, and he yeah. goes, it's a compliment until it isn't. And I'm like, I hear uh. you, but Chris Jones isn't there. <laughs> he goes, remind me who Chris Jones is again. I was like, come on! I don't think he's viewed that way. I know, by and the, that's what's us. wild. Part of that his name is Chris Jones. Maybe. It's, it's, it's not Second round on the pick. And he's on, just, really, he's on really good teams. Yeah. He dominates, but not the way that, like, uh, Bosa sometimes has a takeover. You know, it was like a very honest conversation, almost like from a touchstone yeah. From the NFL. But I look at I look at Mahomes in this game and I'm like, you have an opportunity here. Every time Patrick Mahomes takes the field, and I'm just talking week in and week out, in the opener, he has an opportunity to set a tone that I think we're just kind of establishing and expecting from Mahomes at this point. The Chiefs have won a week one opener every year since 2014, which is mm. wild to me. And Mahomes wow. is only responsible for five of those. So if you're the Chiefs and you come out in this game and it is 41 to 7, help it, heaven help us if it is, because we don't want that. But if it is, all of a sudden you're just looking at Mahomes and you're like, dude, you did that. You did that probably without Chris Jones. You did that again with a change in offense coordinator or whatever changes you want to blame the Chiefs having to deal with the season. Every time he takes the field in an opener, he the Chiefs are the barometer. This is what we're looking at. Week one, and also at home against teams against the NFC, he's 9-0. I mean, it's ridiculous to look like, hey, can you send me Mahomes stats against whatever? Everything is 9-0, 8-1. It's mind-boggling. But this person is setting the pace of his own career at this point. So every time Mahomes comes out, you're like, what is he going to do here now? Now, if it's close, mm -hmm. that's a different kind of conversation. We're like, okay, we were cooking with something here. But mm -hmm. I think if he comes out and he slays, you're like, all right. Lions have a real chance here to, like, do something with the yes. like, There could be, like, tidal waves here. Yes. That come out. And, and, like, this Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator, he's one of these guys who's sly. He's not a big talker. But when he says things, you listen. It seems like he's got things up his sleeve. We saw it in Week 18 against the Packers where they sent the Packers packing but like I honestly think they might come out and just empty a bag of like the entire bag of tricks and say okay well here's what we're about this season mm -hmm. and yet the Chiefs are the standard they might be like bring it like right. all right, all right yeah. what's your, what's your father-in-law's first name Paul. Paul. I feel like he's seen some stuff, man. Yeah. Like right? things he can't unsee. I know. <laughs> These that, eyes. Have seen you spent Thanksgiving with Paul or not? Wow. Yeah. A lot oh, of really? Thanksgivings. Mm, yep. Yep. Mm. I know. It's but this it's is a good brutal. week for Paul. This yeah. Is great. Happy. I know. There's no. There's no yeah, but. This but is I tell a big you, opportunity. I tell you, it was that. It was that heavy breath I heard between. It's yeah, a compliment that the Lions were picked, and he goes, "Until it's not." <laughs> and I was like, "Man, that's, that's a, a bumper breath. sticker, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly." Come on, Paul. Good morning, Paul. Paul. Uh, still to come. Good. good morning, football. It's prediction week. We've got a few for you today, right. including head coach of the year. Uh, I know, and amongst others, some rookies we're going to talk about. Plus. The offensive rookie of the year last year was Garrett Wilson. Yes, it the Jets was. Jets had both rookies of the year. Our predictions for this year's winner, Offensive Rookie of the Year. So specific. Next, who's the best young offensive player? It's coming right after this. Put our name on it. Let's go.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs. Because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. Good morning, football. Back on Good Morning Football, time for Wake Up Call, presented by Verizon. The 2023 season kicks off on Thursday, and we're thrilled. We are looking forward to that so much. But before any regular season action can go down on the field, we have to put our names to statements, pulling out all of our biggest predictions for the season. Every day this week, it's our prediction. For our first predictions, look at that crystal ball. For our first predictions, we are going to talk offensive rookie of the year. Peter, kick us off. Get loose. Get loose. Um, 
there were three quarterbacks taken in the first round. Mm -hmm. All three of these guys are going to start. There were several different wide receivers selected. All are going to have wonderful NFL mm -hmm. But there's only one player that I decided to start the show with on our first week back from multiple <laughs> Talk weeks about of vacation. It. it was July 24th, I believe, and we had just started training camp, and it was back to football weekend. Said you could talk about anything you want in the league. Rodgers is in New York. Russell Wilson's with Sean Payton. What do you want to talk about, Peter? I said, we're starting it off with this guy because all I have heard is glowing reviews, and the way he's being used might create a new position in the football world. Mm. By new position, I mean a positionless player Ooh. that we have not seen before from the running back spot. Uh, with no further ado, the NFL's Offensive Rookie of the Year will be Lions rookie, Jameer Gibbs! Okay, Jameer Gibbs is my choice. I think he's gonna be used at running back. I think he's gonna be used at wide receiver. I think the Lions are gonna be really good. I think they're gonna be on primetime a lot. And I think Gibbs is going to be outstanding. I called one of their preseason games. The announcers were with me going, going nuts because of his pass protection, his smart play out there, his cerebral nature. This is a guy who I think honestly can run for a thousand yards and Oh, I don't want to say a thousand. I think he can have 500 yards receiving. Mm. I think they're going to use him in a lot of ways. David Montgomery might still be the lead back, but I think Gibbs is going to be the guy that we're going to all be going like this about every single week. There's been a ton of hype this offseason, ton of hype this summer. I think he lives up to it. Jameer Gibbs is my pick for offensive rookie. Of I like it. Oh, I like it. It's you know what else I like about prediction week is that like you basically just said also that you think the lines are going to be good. Prime you ain't getting rookie Prime of the year in year six and Five ten. and twelve teams 11. don't win off. I'm time, baby. No. Okay. What I love oh. is that you put dates on it. You went back to July. Like, this isn't new. I didn't just come yeah. up with no. this. This isn't my fantasy football friends telling me, no, 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 no. This <laughs> comes with good. No doubt about it. I'm going to give you a date, too. September 3rd, 2022, a year ago, is when I picked my offensive rookie year. I was in Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts, watching a college game, just out there to see my alma mater. And next thing I know, there was this player on the other side who just was absolutely bawling. Ten catches, 117 yards, two touchdowns in the college game. I'm like, who is this yeah. kid? He can absolutely play. He needs to be in the NFL at some point. That was Boston College. Zay Flowers. Let's go! Wide receiver was unbelievable. And now he's a member of the Baltimore Ravens. Quarterback Lamar Jackson will be looking for this guy to get the rock in his hands. You talk about playing on primetime. You talk about storylines. talk about the quarterback, the wide receiver on the other side, and the Odell Beckham Jr. We're going to see a lot of Zay Flowers. His teammates have already nicknamed him Joystick. And the actual human joystick has already given him the name. Dante, oh, he said it's okay. They can call him that. It's a little bit different. Great storyline. And you talk about winning games. Baltimore is going to be good. They're going to be playing against a lot of good opponents in their division. I can't wait to watch Zay go off. Zay Flowers is my offensive rookie of the year. Let's go. The hype is real. The hype is real. That'd be really, really cool. A Ravens receiver. What a time to be alive. All right, you said you had a date. You had a date. I got a date for you. I got a year. The year 1967. Okay. 1967 is the first year they gave out the Associated Press Offensive Rookie of the Year. Peter, it was a Lions running back. Mm. It was Mel Farr, a.k.a. superstar Mel Farr out of UCLA. <laughs> Rookie of the Year. Why do I bring up that year? Because in that entire run since 1967, we have never had something happen that I believe is going to happen this year. Guys, we're going to make history. For the first year ever, ever in the history of the AP, AP Offensive Rookie of the Year, we're going to have a tight end. 
The name is Dalton. Let's Dalton go. Kincaid of the Buffalo Bills is going to become the first ever tight end to win Rookie of the Year. Not Jeremy Shockey. None of those. Not Mark Bavaro. None of them. This is what I call sand to the beach. The Bills go up and down the field on offense. They had a Pro Bowl tight end, and they said, no, we need him. He's that good. He's that unguardable. If you're going to be a tight end to win Offensive Rookie of the Year in a year where a bunch of quarterbacks are starting and a bunch of receivers are starting and no tight end's ever done it, you got to give me 70 catches, 12 touchdowns. You got to have moments. You got to have primetime mm-hmm. moments. Dalton Kincaid makes history first ever tight end to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. My prediction. Love it. Let's go. Oh, Let's go. Come on. We're in. Let's go. Oh. Starts Monday night against the Jets, MetLife Stadium. Let's go. I have something that I believe We're in. Here. I like my rookies to have zest, yes. to have spice, mm-hmm. to have personality, and to have their own mustard name after them. Okay. I like a player to know so confidently that he is going to create a ripple effect in the NFL that he is able to carry his college nickname of Smiley over from the University of Texas mm-hmm. to the Atlanta Falcons. I like my offensive rookie of the year to be running back Bijan. Here we go. Bijan. Put him up. The Falcons, you are my friend this season. I am just continuing to say that Bijan Robinson, an electric prospect coming out of Texas. We didn't see a lot of Bijan Robinson in the preseason, but that's how I like it. There is mystery there. The GM for the Falcons, Terry Fontenot, singing Robinson's praises last week. He has an intensity about him. Everyone sees that nice smile, but he can lock in, Kyle, and go to a dark place. I love it. That's what Fontenot said. Goes to a dark place. Like he that. can lock in, get the job done on the in the building, on the practice field. He has a rare maturity, but he can flip that switch and go to work. Bijan Robinson, go to work. He is my offensive rookie of the year. I like it. And again, you are basically saying, Jamie, you think the Falcons are winning some You're games believer. this year. Just like Peter did with the Lions. Also hey, just- I just noticed. Last year, obviously, a wide receiver won it. Yeah. Usually, this is a quarterback's award. None of us put our eggs in the baskets of any of these quarterbacks. Is there a chance that we're laughing in a couple weeks and say, how do we not pick? C.J. Stroud. Richardson. Richardson run it all over the place. Maybe we'll look foolish. Maybe we'll look smart. Exactly. Here are our picks. Uh, Our first, our kickoff to prediction week. It is Good Morning Football's 2023 Offensive Rookie of the Year predictions. Like Peter Schrager said, he has been on the Jameer Gibbs train. You go all in early on. You got to keep But, Peter, you know, David Montgomery, I can be the lead back if this is the guy offensive rookie. Don't tell me any of that stuff. This guy's taking over. He might be. He could be a goal linebacker, maybe. But it's been wide receiver two years in a row. Chase won it the year before. Mm -hmm. So Jay's the only guy who took wide out. How are you feeling? Oh, I feel great. Dalton Kincaid, over 1,000 yards this season? That's what you're saying? Yes, yes. I'm thinking 1,000 yards tight end, yes. Yes. I just predicted him to be offensive rookie for the first time in history. Yes. 1,000 yards. Yes. I'm just looking. The last Falcon to win offensive rookie of the year was in 2008, (laughs) and it was Matt Ryan. There you go. Uh Uh I'm just glancing really quick. I don't see any other from any other of these teams that you guys have in in recent memory so you guys are going to make some history on your organizations as well no far this is great no that's how you start prediction week yeah let's turn towards the men on the sidelines and who we think will win coach of the year the broncos are going to so, matter again yeah. we're going to see sunday night games in, in denver go. we're going to see a team that's going to play great defense and great offense Nathaniel Hackett's your NFL Coach of the Year for 2022. I have them in the wild card. They're in the playoffs this year. Dennis Allen will be leading them, and he will be your 2022 
Coach of the Year. Believe me, the head coach of the year, in my opinion, is going to be Kevin O'Connell, a former Patriots quarterback and a 2022 Coach of the Year from the Minnesota Vikings. And there's a new head coach in the West that is not Nathaniel Hackett, mm. and it's one that Jason McCourty knows very well. Mm. It is one Josh McDaniel. Wow! Right oh, Raiders. Raiders. He will be your Coach of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Brian Dable. We were all wildly incorrect. Love you, Peter. And, uh, yeah, yeah, love Peter. you. Hey, love you. You gotta live and die with it, man. <laughs> love you, Hack. It makes we'll get him, buddy. good, authentic television. Uh, we roll on with Prediction Week, and it is time now to make our picks for this year's Coach of the Year. Last year didn't go great. That's fine. Let's redeem ourselves. Peter, one to correct your ways. Okay, so I picked Hackett last year, and now my <laughs> premise was that the Broncos were gonna be back. It didn't work out. Hackett was fired 15 games into mm -hmm. the season. Didn't exactly stand as the best. Jimmy Buffett passed away this mm. weekend. Jimmy Buffett was a pirate, okay? I feel like there's one pirate left in the coaching ranks, and that pirate also is the new coach for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> You're doubling down. I'm doubling down on the Broncos being back, <laughs> and I'm going with Sean Payton, the league's last pirate, the renegade, the maverick. Oh, this coach, he signed the NFL's first coaching Supermax contract. Mm. They brought him out of retirement, and they're paying him to be that guy. I think the Broncos, if you're picking coach of the year, you're saying this team's a playoff team. I think the Broncos are a playoff Peter, team. Wow, I oh love it. God. Russ is balling. There. I think Russ is, well, or Stiddy. I don't know who's the quarterback. <laughs> Someone is balling at quarterback. That was your MVP last but year. But Sean Payton will be the coach. You better believe uh, in the shadow of the passing of the great Jimmy Buffett, I am taking a true pirate right. and a true renegade and a man who knows Mother Ocean. I am going with Sean Payton, and I'm all in. So I just love the confidence. After you were up there, we showed a clip. You picked Nathaniel Then you doubled down, and you did it with confidence. I don't yeah. know if I believe you. I'm going to go with <laughs> a guy that is rocking a new look this year. It's a new look, a new him, and the confidence is just coming off the screen whenever you see him. Yes, he is rocking the stash. Kyle, get ready. Oh! To be rocking it as well. I am going with Arthur wow, Smith, you're the head Falcons. coach of the Atlanta Falcons. You see it right there. It's giving him just newfound belief in himself. Whenever he looks in the mirror, when he wakes up and he sees that stash looking back at him, he just knows he can coach his butt off. Yes, he's going to take a Desmond Ritter-led team. going to get Kyle Pitts back going. Rookie Bijan Robinson. I'm going all in on Arthur Smith. That means Atlanta Falcons are going to be good. May even win that division. Arthur Smith, let's get it done. Coach of the year. I like it. I'm proud of you. I'm just sitting here and I'm thinking like, wow, the, the Broncos, the Falcons to the playoffs? Uh, they didn't say it, but it, it is heavily inferred. I approached this coach of the year prediction logically. Mm -hmm. You got to think about the starting point of where this coach is coming from. Andy Reid is probably not going to be able to win coach of the year this yeah. year. Mike Tomlin is going to have a very difficult time because it's about the leap that you make. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about an all-time leap, a leap from having, at one point, the number one overall pick in the draft mm -hmm. and this year absolutely turning everything around. Guys, the coach of the year is going to be Matt Eberflus from Chicago Bears. Okay. The fluce is loose. <laughs> you remember, they lost about 30 games in a row last year. They had the number one pick. They traded it for DJ Moore at all. You know who that man is? Would you recognize him at the street? Would you stop him in the mall and say, aren't you the head coach of the Bears? You will after this year. Anybody scoffing at this? The Bears aren't going to win. Bears had a coach of the year just a few years ago. Just a few years ago, I think, with a lesser quarterback and a lesser roster. Matt 
Eberflus. Good morning, Lake Forest, Illinois. The Fluce is loose. That is your coach of the year. The I said it. Is loose. I That's probably right. wouldn't stop him in the mall to say, are you, but I would say sick Jordans, right? Like, doesn't he have a pretty good collection? He's got a little sauce on the Fluce. He does, he does. A little sauce. Fluce juice, Never hurt. if you will. I am one who is drawn to coaches of authenticity. Mm -hmm. Men that stay true to themselves no matter where they are in their playing career or their coaching career. One that takes on various nicknames as they go. But the nickname that this coach originated with back in college, Dantalica? Oh. To the dude, to MCDC. I'm talking Good. about Motor City Dan Campbell. Wow. Dan hey. Campbell, my Detroit yeah. Lions coach of the year. This guy is great, as Kyle says. But can he coach? I believe he can. Will he coach? I think he'll do a hell of a job this year for the Detroit Lions. The NFC North is a tricky division. My heart tugs at it in very different ways. But I do believe the Lions are going to have a hell of a year. How week one goes, still up for grabs. But it is an 18-week season to earn Coach of the Year, and Dan Campbell is my candidate. Jamie, you say 18-week season, but I love this prediction because this is squashed in three days. If they lose and get creamed <laughs> on Thursday night, he is not winning Coach of the Year, even if they do get to the playoffs. Well, That's a big showpiece. He's got to win that game for then you. Then I can just rely on the rest of my prediction week. Sure. Thoughts, all right? I, you got to take some shots. I love it. Peter, break it down. What do you think? I love this. It's, it's everything our show is about. It's swings. It's big shots and it's not what I expected from any of you guys. Gosh, we are a very, very pro Lions and Falcons show this morning. Mm -hmm. I am wondering if those are going to be the picks you guys make the when scores. it comes to picking some prediction into division winners. Same division right there for Coach of the Year. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I'm just waving at the month of January when we play this back. Oh. Say hi to January, everybody. Hey, it's January. Love you, 2024. Hi, yep, exactly. That's great. <laughs> Still one more to go just today, but are, it rolls Jay. on all week. Coming up, though, Joe Burrow. Is he the best quarterback in the AFC North? Uh, we are going to roll through that division the way we did Friday morning with the NFC North. It was a fun little game we played. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't supposed to be my dance. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Jackson and the Ravens will kick off their season at home against the Texans on Sunday. GM Eric DeCosta spoke on Friday about what he has seen from Lamar Jackson this offseason. Lamar's attitude has been ex- excellent this year. I think last year was a challenging year for a lot of reasons, but obviously where he was with his contract. But this year, just his attitude, his enthusiasm has been fantastic. He's throwing the ball very, very well. He's been able to build a, a great rapport with the receivers very, very quickly. Oh, things sound good for Lamar Jackson right now. But where do the Ravens and Lamar Jackson stand up within their division? All right, mm-hmm. we're going to open this up to the AFC North. I'm going to ask a series of questions all about the North and then make a final ruling after you guys get three minutes as a collective okay. to come to the decision. We're going to start with the quarterbacks. Who is the best quarterback, or who will be, excuse me, the technicality was important on Friday. Who will be the best quarterback <laughs> in the AFC North this season, Jason? I look at this big board, and you see these four faces up there, and you look at the bottom left, and it's like Kenny Pitt. Pickett is on just an amazing rise right now, especially how his preseason went. You see Deshaun Watson on the bottom here, and it's just like what the Browns could possibly be if we get that Houston Texan version of Deshaun Watson. And then we just look at the headband up top. We see Joe Burrow, and that is just like the epitome of the quarterback position. And that is exactly why I'm going with Lamar Jackson to be the best quarterback in the division this year. This is a guy that got paid this offseason. He got some new weapons. I chose Zay Flowers as my rookie of the year offensively. I think you put all of that together. Odell Beckham is there as well. And we don't even talk about Mark Andrews is still on the team. His number one target since he has come into the NFL. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be healthy this year. He's going to be out there. He's going to be happy with his new deal. I think he's going to surprise people among his new offense. Being able to not only run and be as dynamic as he's been throughout his career, but also getting the ball out, throwing some bombs to his guys out there. Mm -hmm. We mentioned Nelson Aguilar last hour. I'm excited to see what Lamar Jackson does this year, and I think he's going to be the best quarterback. I look at the bottom row, like you say, and it's like, keep getting better, keep rising, let's get into the playoffs this year. This is like, come back down to planet Earth, have your feet beneath you, reestablish yourself, and then there's like the varsity up here. It's a really tough one because Burrow is on the verge of being the best quarterback in the NFL, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. just there. I go with Lamar. 
I think if you got both of their best games, I'd mm. rather have Lamar. Mm. I think Burrow is fantastic. Lamar can do things that no player in the league can do, that no player in the league ever has done. If you gave me both of their A-plus games, I think Lamar's game is superior because of what he can do outside the pocket and the improv and all that stuff. Burrow's fantastic. Yeah. And I hope these two guys playing the AFC title game would be mm. incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go by, I think Lamar's best might beat Burrow's best mm. if they're in a shootout. I'm going to go with Lamar. That's a statement. Fascinated by the Lamar-Todd Monken connection. Yeah. So it's not the same offense we've seen him in. Nope. Every year we've seen Lamar in the same offense. Run first, pass second. Mm -hmm. And it's been outstanding. Could he get even better? And it's possible. Pickett, I picked as my number one breakout player in the entire yep. NFL, but yep. I can't put him over Joe Burrow. Go. On top go Burrow. Of I'm yeah. going Burrow. Go I Burrow. feel like if I'm drawing up a quarterback's uh, moxie and calmness and coolness, mm. it's Joe Burrow. I know he's coming off a slight injury from the summer. But gosh, uh, big game, big spot. Send me into Buffalo. I'll go win that game. Mm -hmm. Big game, big spot. Yeah, AFC Championship are, game. I'm down 21 to mm -hmm. three in Arrowhead. I'll go win that game. I think if two things a little differently happen in the Super Bowl, he goes on that drive yeah. and he goes and wins that game. Burrow's everything you want in a quarterback from his makeup, his moxie, and his skill. I'm going Joe Burrow as not only the best so far, I think he's going to be the best this season as well. The Bengals are going to be a force to be reckoned. I hear all of you on the single game Lamar Jackson argument because it's fun, it's electric, but in terms of an entire season and within this division in particular, I go Burrow as well, just with the buildup of the Spangles team and where they're investing their money. Long-term deal is going to drop any minute now, you'd think, coming out of Cincinnati. So health there or not, the whole season, I think it's going to be Burrow. Burrow has more big wins than Lamar. He yes. Has, and yes. Yes. he's been in the league not as long, but like he's those playoff wins are, Peter, you make a good point. Mm -hmm. The big moments, it's mm -hmm. been awesome. We'll see. There's a lot of eyeballs. This division, I've said it, I've talked about the AFC East. I think it's the best division of football. Yeah. Yep. So yep. for Burrow to be great, he's got to beat these guys. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the Browns, for whatever reason, have given him trouble in his career. Mm -hmm. And obviously, he hasn't faced the best of Lamar or Kenny Pickett the last few years. Pickett yeah. looks happy, doesn't he? He Pickett looks like he really knows does. something. Pickett looks like he knows something. Yeah. yeah. And that's like in, that's in Baltimore. Look at that MT Bank Stadium up in the corner. Uh, let's take it past the quarterbacks now. AFC North team, which will have the best weapons? this season, Jason. This was one that was challenging because I look at, all right, Cincinnati's the obvious choice. You got T. Higgins, you got Jamar Chase. But then I look at the Steelers up and coming. You look at George Pickens, what he may be able to do. Deontay Johnson on the outside. And then Najee Harris in the backfield. I went back and forth on these two, and I just can't put anybody over Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Mm. Those two guys, to me, just give you the best wide receiver tandem. You can talk about Philly and the two guys they have. But those two, with Joe Burrow, obviously, as their quarterback, but their ability to take the ball, whether it's a deep throw, whether it's a short pass, and be able to make a huge play out of it. Joe Mixon is in the back field as well, but it's the two receivers on the outside, Tyler Boyd, obviously the guy that plays from the slot, but their big play ability to show up week in and week out to me is unmatched in this division, and as with guys that are up and coming are going to possibly have big years, I just think Joe Burrow at the quarterback with him throwing the ball to these guys, I just can't pick anybody over them in this division. I'm trying to picture Saturday nights for defensive coordinators, mm -hmm. and they're going to play one of these four teams. Which player on all of these teams makes defensive coordinators the most nervous? It's the Ravens quarterback. I'm going mm. Baltimore again because their number one weapon is the guy who touches the ball every it's single the play. Quarterbacks, though. No, go with just all right, best all offensive right. weapon. Right. Yeah, Lamar. Zay Flowers apparently going to be Jerry Rice because Megatron. Talk about it. <laughs> you know the Odell comeback project. Yeah. Dobbins, Andrews. 
And look, of course the Bengals huddle lines up with them. The Browns have some great guys in the huddle. Mm -hmm. So the Steelers. Nobody has Lamar in their huddle. If they <laughs> unlock him this year, unleash him like we did a few years ago, there's no one who can contend with that. Best team? Who the hell knows? We'll get to that. Yeah. Best pure weapons? I think it's Baltimore. It's close, but I think it's Baltimore. I'm really tempted to go Pittsburgh here. I think not yeah. only Najee Harris, but Jalen Warren, the other mm -hmm. running back, are mm -hmm. both good. I think Deontay Johnson, though he doesn't score a ton of touchdowns, is a catch machine, and George Pickens could be everything. I think Firemuth's one of the best tight ends. And yet I gotta go Cincinnati. I know that's chalk. I gotta go Cincinnati. I think they added a player that not, not everyone's talking about. Irv uh, Smith yeah. is gonna be really uh, important this our year. Our guy from and Minnesota. Yeah. He hasn't done anything yeah. in his NFL career, but he was a guy that they signed and they're excited about, and now already he's a part of the offense. Kind of playing that Hayden Hurst role from last year, mm -hmm. but I think he'd do even more. You're talking about Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, though. That's where it's down to. Those are two number one yeah. wide receivers. I would take T. Higgins over 95% of the league's number one <laughs> wide receivers. I think he's that good, and I think he will be paid as such, whether by the, by the Bengals or by another team. Yeah. Chase and Higgins with that Burrow at quarterback, I'm going to go Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Peter, it's interesting. No one really went towards the Browns, but we always talk about how they're such a well-built roster, mm -hmm. but is that because their weapons also uh, lie defensively as well? Uh, is that what makes them a good team? Because why aren't you, any, why isn't anybody leaning towards the Browns? I, I like their guys. Amari Cooper, obviously, yeah. out of Elijah Moore, and Nick Chubbs in the backfield. I just yeah. don't think those guys stack up as you look across that. The Lamar Jackson as the weapon to yeah. me is a great find. But just, maybe Deshaun is that weapon in some approach. We don't know yet. It's been a long yet. time since we've seen yeah. him in his full powers. He might do it, yep. too. That's yep. uh, a really hard ruling to make. I, I'm trying to avoid it, actually. Mm. I appreciate your manipulation of the question, and I'm going to go with the Baltimore I didn't manipulate Ravens. the question. <laughs> there's I nothing started, that says no quarterback. Nothing. It's I said, right there on the screen. I, said, I literally started the yeah. sentence with, let's go beyond the quarterbacks, okay. but I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Uh, coming up, which team is primed to upset their opponent week one? Upset alert next. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.